0: up this morning, my ears peeled, and my eyes crisp with anticipation <laughs> for today. Actually, they were just crisp because my eyes were really dry for some reason when hmm. I woke up this morning. But, you know, tomato, potato. So, how are you doing?
1: <coughs> I'm great. I'm even better after that intro. Welcome back, Thank everybody, you. to the And They Were Roommates podcast. I'm sorry your eyes were crispy. I'm sorry they were dry. That's okay. That's not fun for anyone, though. Yeah. Um, especially not... For us, not no. for me, not for you. No yeah. one wants that, and I don't want you to have to deal with that. But I'm glad your ears were peeled. I'm glad your ears were peeled. I'm glad, listeners, that your ears are peeled right now. That's a that's a tongue twister. I wasn't ready for that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're back. We're back on campus. We are back for the first ever show recorded on GCU property. That's right. This is a big moment.
0: Back on Brian's holy ground. <laughs>
1: yep. <Yo. laughs> <laughs> That was really good. I wasn't ready for that. We're back on Brian's sacred soil. That's right. Maybe, no, I think Brian's holy ground and Tim's sacred soil. Okay. Do they, like, split up the domain? I don't know. Or is it all Brian and Tim is just the puppet, the preacher puppet? I think Tim
0: is the puppet, but I think he's also, like, the second in command. Hmm. So he can kind of just do whatever he wants and control whatever he wants, with the exception of Brian overruling him.
1: Yeah, naturally. So Okay, I like that analysis. I think okay. that's good. I'm pretty sure that's accurate in like the organizational structure of GCU. Probably, okay. yeah. Yeah. So we're back. We're back on campus, as I said. It's time to reintroduce ourselves. We might have at some point in the future. Maybe not. Probably not. It is possible, though. There's more, there's more than a 0% chance that we might have a new listener, even just one new listener to yeah. the show. And they might not be entirely familiar with who we are. They almost certainly are. That's right. But they might not be. Who are yeah. we, Ben? I'm Ben. <laughs> Perfect. And I'm Joe. That's all you need to know. Any other information beyond that is classified. That's right. And don't pry. Yeah. That's rude.
0: Listen to the first nine episodes, however many there are.
1: <laughs> Again, not our job to keep track. Yeah. That's not on us. That's yours. We do enough for you. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, we we record the show. Number one. We edit the show. Number two. Okay, we do two things wait, for wait, you guys. Yeah,
0: but two very big things. The and most
1: important things. Yeah.
0: The, uh, I mean, you can do the one thing, which is Count.
1: Right. We're not asking a lot. We're, we're, only, we're asking for two things. That's right. If you'll indulge me, Benjamin. We're asking for you to count, and we're asking for your undying love and admiration. And maybe your financial
0: support whenever we want it. But um, <laughs> besides those things, which are very small, not a whole lot.
1: Yeah. They're, they're secondary roles. We take on the primary roles, and you yeah. guys do the secondary roles. Yeah. That's how it should be. Woo. So in this episode, it's a special episode. It's a unique episode. Right. It's it's a first episode in a way, in a sense. What do we want to do here, Ben? What do we plan? We are, as you say, Ben, what are we as a podcast? We are one. Okay. What? <laughs> we are one.
0: I don't know where you're going with
1: that. No, you, you have a certain tagline. I do? And I believe it goes something along the lines of, we are your favorite no-budget Oh. What was it? Your, your,
0: we are your favorite no budget low prep. No, no, that's no, wrong. No, no, no. We are your favorite no prep low budget podcast. Perfect. Yeah. So
1: as, as in, in keeping with that spirit. Four tries later. Yeah, okay. that was painful yeah. for everyone. Sorry. No, it's all good. It's, it's fine. As everyone's favorite low budget no prep podcast. Correct. We did not prep for this. No Hardly one. at all. Like maybe minimal. We, we had one brief conversation about it. Thirty seconds. Um. So where do you want to go on this journey? We're taking our listeners on a journey, on a trip, if you will. Yeah. And where are, we, where are we taking them? We've abducted them. Yeah. And they're kind of ours to do with what we want. Where do we want to go? What's
0: What's one thing you just, okay, so blanket cover, like things we don't remember or we kind of forgot about about campus, about mm. living on campus. Mm. What's one thing you
1: don't like that you forgot about campus? I don't like how hot it is. Okay. Is that kind of a cop-out answer? No, 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 no. Because it's hot here in Arizona. It's very hot. Yeah. And I walk everywhere um, on campus. I walk, I walk to and fro. Two things and fro things. At home, it was hot, too. Yeah. It was still hot in Arizona. Like, it's always hot in Arizona during the summer. But I wouldn't go outside before.
0: Right. There's... I would go
1: to the car and drive somewhere and get out of the car and go into air conditioning. But now, I'm outside for longer periods of time. So, I guess this is actually a multi-part thing. I don't like the heat. And I don't like the farmer's tan that I can already feel coming.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. That's what, good. What about you? What um, Probably the same thing. Probably just the walking. Like how much walking I have to do to get places. Every single errand or every single thing I have to do is automatically 10 to 15 minutes longer. Because there's a walk to and from that place. And I don't... I for, I kind of forgot about that and I don't enjoy that.
1: I did forget about that as well. I, I almost wonder... I don't know where I was going with that. I did forget about that as well. And it it does make me think, as much crap as we have given longboard people in the past... Yeah. And you know who you are. (laughs) As much crap as we've given your kind in the past, I do see why. I understand why. I don't like it, but I get it. No, yeah. I don't like it at all.
0: Is it a necessary evil?
1: Potentially. But our... I mean, we were asked the other day, would we get longboards or why don't we have longboards? And... We each had different reasons for our, that. Yeah,
0: our answer to that is listen to episode ten of right. And they were roommates. Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. Check the books. Yeah, that's right. No, why? Like, why won't you get a longboard? Because we've we've expressed our hatred, not hatred, our distaste. Yeah, our distaste. Yes. The hatred is a little strong because it is. we love we love the longboarders. We hate the longboard. You know. Yeah. You know. That's right. You know. That's a classic Sunday school thing, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I remember hearing that growing up. But, I mean, why don't we like them? I'm not sure we've ever expressed fully why that is.
0: I, they're just kind of obnoxious, you know? Like, they're not, I want to be clear, it's not, like, the people themselves aren't obnoxious, but it's just sort of like... They're everywhere. They're everywhere, and, like, you're automatically supposed to get out of their way because they're coming through, and it's like, no, like, there's a hundred people walking down the sidewalk, there's one of you zooming by, why are we all moving? Hmm. Yeah, so I don't know, That's that's my kind of beef, I guess.
1: And I don't... I agree with that. I don't want to ride one because I will fall, number one. Correct. And I kind of just, I don't know, walking is not difficult. And I feel like learning to ride a longboard will be difficult.
0: Yeah. That's also my reason. I don't want to learn. If I, I want to be able to just instantly know how to ride one. Yeah. And be able to ride it well. Yeah, of course. And then I would ride one.
1: Absolutely. But
0: until that day happens.
1: Until we invent like longboard automatic knowledge. Programming. Yeah, programming. uh, It's a little chip inserted into your nose. That's right. Yeah, the oh, left The left nostril. Okay. That's where you keep chips. Okay. <laughs> hey, 2028 is gonna be wild.
0: Yeah. Watch we're out. Looking forward to
1: it. I do think if if we could have the nose chip, yeah. although I really I wouldn't like it to go in the nose, but I would accept that as a necessary evil. Nose
0: chip. Keep going.
1: If if the nose chip wasn't an immediate reality, I would also choose to ride a longboard if I had someone alongside of me. To balance me mm-hmm. so I they will hold me, okay, they will swaddle me, yeah, as I ride, correct, and they will hold my arm, mostly just my arm, and they will ensure that I do not fall, and if I do fall, they will pick me up. That would be an acceptable solution. They need to carry band-aids, they need to carry snacks, they need to carry water, an umbrella. And they need to carry my fragile ego in their hands as I fall.
0: That's a lot, but it's not unbearable.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, it's no. just the right amount to make the job really attractive. Mm-hmm. It's enough responsibility to keep everyone entertained, to keep this servant of sorts entertained. Yeah. Um, but also not quite enough that I feel obligated to pay them.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: So I just agree. something to think about. It's a good balance. I, I, if if you're interested in applying to this position, it's. You can just contact us at atwr.podcast.
0: DM us. Um, Another thing you can DM us about, should we get wheels Hmm. for campus? And if so, what kind? Because there's not just longboards. There's scooters. There is rollerblades, rollerblades. which also we have
1: sort of trashed on in the past. So if you suggest that, don't. Just don't. Don't do that.
0: Bikes. um, Hoverboard. Fusions. uh, (laughs) Ford Fusions. If you're interested in buying a car. (laughs)
1: You went from a bike
0: that to a be, Ford
1: Fusion. That would be super. <laughs> we get 45 gas miles, like 45 MPG. Yeah. That's not what it is. MPG is not right. It's MPH. Not, but that's fine. Miles per gallon. Oh, that is the thing, actually. Yeah. Um wow, I lucked into that one sort of. Yeah, you did. But that's cool. Um go karts. if I'm in a car, sorry.
0: Hold on. No, I'm sorry. I don't,
1: don't want a Ford Fusion. No. If we're going to ask for a car, I'm sorry. What? Well, why would I
0: why okay, mean, should I are go higher? About, are we talking about like that's not your ideal car or that that's like not a car you'd be interested in under any circumstances? No, no, no. no.
1: I would be interested in it. I, oh, okay. I like Ford. Like Ford Fusions are fine. Oh, okay. I've, dri- I've had the pleasure okay. of driving a Ford Fusion in the past after an incident with my own vehicle. Okay. Um, that we can get into in a story time later on another episode. Good point. Cool. Um, but I like Ford Fusions. I just think if we're going to go through the trouble of, of demanding, asking, quote unquote, for a car. From someone, I think we should aim higher, and that way we're, we're happy when it's less than what we asked for. Okay. But if we ask for a Ford Fusion, what happens if they come at us with a fiat? Did you consider that? I didn't consider that. You're so smart. This is the ask high, settle medium principle.
0: Oh, Not man. the ask
1: low, settle even lower principle. This is a key marketing and sales technique.
0: I haven't taken my marketing class yet, so hmm. that's probably why. You're so smart, Thank though. you.
1: Thank you. Man. So if anyone's interested in buying us a red Ferrari, like the one that Guido and Luigi want and want to know in Cars, the original, although they probably still are into the Ferrari in Cars 2. Cars 3, I'm not entirely sure. I don't remember Cars 3. Super great. But if you're interested in getting us a red Ferrari, we will accept. Yeah. Although if you could pay like sales tax and stuff on it first... And, like, you know, make sure the title, all the expenses are paid. Insurance, ideally, you would continue to pay on a monthly basis. That would be sick. That would, that but would be great. we weird. also
0: are not going to, like, turn it down if you don't. So, <laughs> right. um, anyways, just pull to GCU. We'll, we can send you the address, and we'll be waiting.
1: We will be waiting. Thank you. <laughs> 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 one other thing. not Actually, this is wheels-related. Yeah, okay. Ben, we happen to have here on campus one quote-unquote restaurant. And I'm, I'm well aware that that's the second time I've said a quote-unquote Okay. On this episode, but I do think it's fitting. Now I've said it three times, and I'm not going to say it again. Okay. But there's one restaurant that has wheels. Do yes. you know the restaurant that I'm referring to? I do. Yeah. A certain Lopachelli's. Lopachelli's. Which I'm not sure if I can best this on the podcast before. I didn't realize that Lope. Like I didn't. I didn't understand the significance there. Like Lope. Like GCU Lopes. Are you serious? I'm not. I'm not kidding. I thought wow. it was just like an Italian kind of name. Like, oh, it's an Italian place. You know, we have pasta and meatballs and other things, like garlic <laughs> bread and stuff. I thought that that was just what the old, you know, friendly Italian guy was called who ran the store. Yeah,
0: what Mama Lopicelli? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, and all of her kids, you know, grew up in Italy, but then their family moved to New York. And now they live just a, a relatively charmed life after Papa Lopicelli was laid off. Oh. They opened their own little Italian eatery in the east side Cart. of the Bronx. A cart well, yeah. we're getting there, ben. Oh, my if you'll allow me, if yeah. you'll indulge me. Keep That's going. the second time I've said that on today's yeah, show. It is. Hey, can it? I mean, if that was mean, I really I'm really sorry.: No, it's fine. After Mama and Papa Lopicelli sort of got back on their feet, they moved from, from New York to Arizona, and that is where they opened up this rolling Italian eatery on GCU's campus. That in my head was the story. From Italy to the east side of, of New York in the Bronx specifically, driving out to Arizona, wheeling the cart with them along the way. This is where they established it, and so that's what I thought. I didn't realize that this was just some unfortunate GCU branding effort.
0: Yeah, no, it is, <laughs> and it shows in the food. Take note, Brian. Quantity, uh, quant- Okay, I have to admit, quantity's up there. Alright, it's five bucks for a bucket of (laughs) pasta.
1: I was just thinking the word bucket.
0: A bucket of pasta plus a protein and two garlic knots, okay? Okay, what is this? A
1: Lopacelli ad? Like, you just said it like you were right out of the commercial. That's
0: true. You suck, okay? Five
1: dollars for a bucket of food and two (laughs) garlic knots.
0: We'll, We'll bring the bar back down. Um. You're awful, so uh, fix that. But, yeah, I guess good job on the, the quantities.
1: Yeah, that is the one sort of redeemable quality. But the reason why I brought this up in the first place, our, our rolling restaurant here on campus, is they've rolled her. They've rolled her away. <laughs> they've rolled her out of the inside space because of coronavirus, and they've rolled her right out under Lopes Way, right yeah. out in front of the union, to the side a little bit, but in front of the union mostly, in the sun.
0: Yeah, so if you remember from our food review uh, episode. It was in the union with the rest of the restaurants, and now it's pulled out onto Deluxe Way, um, not even in front of one of the buildings. It's literally just sort of like its own thing in the middle of this little street, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Um. Directly in the sun at all times. <laughs> Perfect for our workers and the food, you know? I can't imagine anything better than some Alfredo pasta that's been sitting in the sun for about three hours. Yum, yum. <laughs> And, of course, we can't forget the cheerful worker who's happy to dish that out for me in their four-hour shift in the 115-degree heat. Thank you, Brian. I also, just while we're here, I just just have to go all out here. It makes no sense that they pulled it out because they're like, oh, it's for COVID. What? Why? Like, you're not allowed to eat in the union anyways. (coughs) Like, you have to buy it and take it back to your room anyways. It doesn't make a difference if it's in the union or out on the street.
1: That's actually a really good point. Like,
0: it has no impact whatsoever except to make things
1: worse. At first, I was going to clap back and say, well, it makes sense that they moved it outside because the transmission risk is lower outside. But you're right. There's nowhere to sit. Like, you cannot physically sit inside the union. Yeah. And they have every other restaurant. It's still inside. All of those are still going to be open. So now, you know, Jebecca has to go outside. And sweat and boil the pasta. I mean, it, just no part of this is going to go well. The garlic knots are going to be burned from the side, not yeah. from the oven. Yeah. Actually, I don't even know how they make them. They probably don't come from an oven. They're kind of good, though. They are super good. <laughs> I really, I'm hungry. It's not even open yet, so I can't talk about that. Too bad. But you're right. None of this makes sense. their the family history there that I just walked us through is endearing and touching. And I am mean, tearing up a little bit just thinking about Papa Lopacelli coming home from losing his job Telling his wife and their four children. I mean, that's that's hard.
0: Uh, Papa Lopacelli is rolling over in his grave right now,
1: because of what they've done to his little they, stand.
0: Yeah. Look what they have done to my...
1: <laughs> like, do the, the Sound like Jabba the Hut is yeah. what that sounded like.
0: <laughs> Trying to do the Godfather. <laughs> Look what they did to my boy, my beautiful boy, <laughs> they massacred my boy. They did,
1: though. Yeah, they, they did. did.
0: They, they did.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they very much did do that. Outside of the the warming, heartwarming family history. It is, in general, a disaster right now. Yeah. I, I think leaving it inside would have been a little better, allowing us, perhaps, you know, you and me, Ben, to have some feedback in terms of the recipe and the taste testing and mm-hmm. the menu. All of those things might have been productive uses of this summer. Yes, sir. But did any of those things happen, Ben? No. They did not. They did not happen. Never happens. No. Nope. And it's not as if they didn't have a chance. Because we've made it clear where you can find us. Everyone knows how to everyone.
0: everyone knows. Everyone knows
1: how to get to us.
0: Everyone knows. So
1: there's not a whole I don't have a whole lot of patience for this sort of just borderline incompetence. A buffoonery. Yeah yeah yeah. Tomfoolery, if yeah. you will. Yeah. baloney. Excellent. perfect. That I don't I don't love that and I do think we would both excel as food critics. We've talked about chopped. And and triple D almost endlessly. We have over our first you know three months of doing this show.
0: Excellent shows. Please go check them out. On yeah, Dead Food Network. We are um,
1: not sponsored, but we would be willing to be.
0: We aren't. Hit us up, guy. As we said before. Anyway, continuing on. Please. Uh, what else do we have on the agenda?
1: The only other thing that I've, the only other thing I've really been thinking about yeah. over the last three days or however long it's been since we've arrived back in Brian's castle. Spill. Is is a certain welcome pamphlet that I received upon my arrival. Ooh. It was handed to me, and I received it, Right. and I, I read it, Check. I looked at it, I, I combed it over with my eyes, and then I read it in more detail because I realized that wasn't getting the job done. But I read it, and it referred to six feet and encouraging students to stay six feet away from each other, which I, I am all for. I think that is a great way, as medical experts have proven to slow the spread of coronavirus. So really my opinion is irrelevant in this particular case. But it was encouraging students to stay one lope apart. As if lope was six feet. As if those two were equal in length. And, and equal in terms of people's perception of them. As if we all already understood very clearly that a lope is obviously six feet. It's not that it could be anything else. No, only a lope. Just one lope away. Students, GCU encourages you to lope apart, to stay one lope away from each other.
0: So Benny just did his googles. Good job. And it looks like an, the average antelope is seven point nine to eleven feet. Oh my gosh! Not so, even close. Um, I, I you know I just have to admit I'm I'm not gonna stay eleven feet apart from somebody. That's, <laughs> no, that seems a little that's unnecessary. It's a, a little ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's dumb. Also, this isn't an after school special. Let's not discuss, let's just say six we feet. We can just call it six feet. Yeah, I feel
1: comfortable at a college level of of calling it six feet, yeah, and not a lope. I mean, again, man, almost got to give props though. you know, <laughs> We just finished a chat about lopeellis, yeah, and now they're squeezing lope into another way, like another part of our dialect. Yeah, as if lope is now equal like you can you can measure everything now in a lope.
0: If lope canyon or thunder isn't a part of every single (laughs) gcu thing they scrap it (laughs) in some over. yeah in some in some form of the gcu name for something yeah it's it's done you've lost you're done
1: (laughs) and that's a little genius the fact that they have now transitioned yet another item to being gcu branded yeah like now they've got food they've got a canyon of their own not the grand canyon little canyon
0: uh, yeah we've gone into that of their own
1: yeah a dish of their own you're right you're so right um, they have a mascot. Obviously, that's sort of a necessity. But now they have distance. What's next? Time and space? <laughs> like, what are you gonna do? They've patented a name on distance. Yeah. Like, oh, that's a lope.
0: <laughs> like, people in California, away from GCU, never been there. Like, oh, like Darren. Yeah, he's he's one lope
1: and two inches tall. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Your baby comes out like it's it's in it's being measured for the first time. Yeah, it's oh, that's like point four lopes. <laughs> That'd be. Ru- I don't know how. 0.4 lope? That'd be a really tall baby. Yeah. That That'd would be, be like a two to oh, an half foot baby. This is like 0.1 lope. That's, that's better, actually. Yeah. That's a six inch baby. Never yeah. mind. I don't, want, I don't want to get into this. I don't know. Math but is hard.
0: Anyways, that's really funny that Bryguy Bry slapped that down as one of his um, things he's patented. Yeah. So.
1: I don't know. I just, I've been really giving that a lot of thought. Yeah. And the fact that now that's off my chest um, makes me feel a lot better. I'm glad. Thank you. That makes sense. Therapy session over. Cool. You got anything else, Ben? Are we done? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Listeners, thank you. Um, If you need our mailing address or somewhere to ship the Ferrari, we can talk later or another time. Um, But yeah, I think that's all we got, Ben. It is, yeah. You want to count us down? Sure. Go ahead. Three, two, one. Keep Keep your ears peeled. peeled.